Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to season 2 of Cambridge Islamic College's podcast, The Tafsir of Surah Kaf. How can we prefer the afterlife over this life? How can we prefer faith over materialism? Sheikh Akram's tafsir of Surah Al-Kaf explores this in the light of the Quran, the challenging issues of the modern times and what guidance we can get from this surah to find a solution. This how Allah made the world, istikhara. Just know we are not going to ask Allah, Quran, Sunnah, I want to, in something in the life, I ask Allah, He will reveal to me. This is never going to happen. This laziness. What is going to happen? You, you need to learn Quran. If you want to marry someone, look at me what the guidance of Quran Sunnah. Follow the guidance and marry someone. And then, then ask Allah, oh Allah, I decide this, and then you help me. But this person no. I've got four choices, and now I'll ask Allah to help me, and I'll sleep in, and in the dream, I'll see who to marry. This is not going to happen. This is Allah, Allah will not like that. Do as the best I can do. I never have seen istikhara misused as much as in this country. You know, I've grown up in India, so many ulama, madrasa, I went to so many places. You know, I never have seen any alim doing istikhara that people do here. It is really very, very bad matter. Allah the way is, why he sent the Quran to you? If, if istikhara is your source of knowledge, why you need the Quran? Then he should have sent the istikhara. Why he sent the Quran? Quran is because you need to learn from the Quran. To try to understand from Allah the way is, seek knowledge as the best as you can do. Then use your power and ability, as much you can do. Then what do? Then toughen him. Then say, oh Allah, this is the best I could do. Now you help me. Then he loves you. That no, my slave, he did. He actually, he, he, he followed, he obeyed me. I taught him to do this. He, he obeyed me. He used his faculties properly. He used his eye, his, his Quran, everything. And now he cannot do more than that. Now he, he wants my help. I will help him. But Allah will set a certainly. I have given you hand. Why can't you use your hand? And you sitting around, you say, oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I need to eat food. You know, can you create food in my, my, my stomach? He's not going to do that. You will die. Death will come to you certainly, no doubt. Really. He's not going to just make dua and sitting here, like, you know, we are fasting in Ramadan. So what we do? We have to make arrangements for his task. That was his commandment. But I'm sitting here, and I say, Allah is all-powerful. He does everything. And I'm sitting here, oh Allah, create the food in my stomach. Tell me, is it going to happen? He's not going to do He never does it. Why? Because he wants you to do what you can do. Because he, why he gave you hand? Tell me he gave you hand for a purpose. Why he gave you mouth? Eat with the mouth. If he had to create the food in the stomach, why he gave you mouth? It means it's there a process. You eat your food, go in your mouth, and a process. Try to understand this properly. Many, many people don't understand really. People make dua where they need to make action. And people, you know, make action where they need to make dua. People are kind of in this world. You need to do something and then you need to make dua. What you need to do, do, you need to do, if you don't do, you make dua, nothing will happen. Like, you know, if somebody comes to me and said to me, that, you know, I want to, if somebody came to a sheikh and said to sheikh, make dua, Allah gives me a son. So sheikh asked him, are you married? He said, no. <laughs> Tell me, if you are not married, even a sheikh makes dua, all the world makes dua, how are you going to get son? Tell me, how is going to happen? You know, do first what Allah has commanded you. Marry, then come to Shaykh and ask him to make dua, and you yourself make dua, Allah can give you son. But you are not married and you ask Allah to give me son, how can he give? To where people need to do action, they make dua. They say, it never happened. Like we Muslims, we cut the unbelievers. Every time we have Qunut Nazila, we say, oh Allah, destroy unbelievers, and dammir diyarahum wa halikum, and nothing happened. With this dua, even you cannot kill a fly. Nothing will happen. So this one never can work. What you need is this dawa. First, do something. Allah wants you, you really made effort, you have 950 years, you preach to the people, now they don't listen to you, then make dua. 
the Prophet in Makkah al Mukarram never made dua against people. No work. Then after that time comes he makes dua. You take dua from the Prophet but not dawa from him. It never can work. Understand properly where you need to work. You, where Allah wants you have Iman Amal. You need to have Iman Amal. Then when he wants you have dua, use dua there. So in the place of Iman Amal, if you make dua, it will not work. And in the place of dua, if you want to do work, it will never work. Everything you learn properly. Learn as best as you can do. Do as good as you can do. Then ask Allah, this is what I could do. You help me. Then Allah loves you. Then he will certainly help, help you. I will help everybody else. Like Musa Islam, he, you know, he ran from Pharaoh, he come to this town. That's what he could do. Came to Madrid. Now he does not know what to do. Then I said, Rabbi inni lima anzalta ilayya min khairin faqeer. Oh my Lord, any good he sent to me, I need it. Why didn't he make this dua in, in, in Egypt? Tell me. If Allah is the one who does everything, he said, Rabbi inni lima anzalta ilayya min khairin faqeer. All good you sent to me, I need it. Why, Ibrahim, why Musa did not make this dua in Egypt? Because he has choice, he can run away from Egypt. When he ran away, he did his best. Now, he cannot do anymore. He does not know what to do. Now Allah will help him. Allah certainly help him. No doubt. So the way of Allah is, learn properly. Do action properly. Understand properly. That's how this you do. You learn from this surah. Use your mind properly. If this universe teaches you something. When you look in the universe, learn properly. There are layers of information. When the apple falls from the tree, some people say, I feel fire, 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 like stupid people. When I feel fire down, they just eat it. That's what is nice food. But Newton, he was a thinker. He said, no, I feel fell down. Before I see, it can be food for my stomach. It is food for my mind. Let me think. Why I fell down? Same I feel can be food for your stomach. And same I feel can be food for your, for your mind. And same I feel also can be food for your soul and heart. How? Then think really, who made the apple? And why made so Newton stopped and, uh, at one answer. He did not go beyond that. There are more and more layers of information. I am trying to say, in this universe, Allah has put layers of information. And He wants you to use your mind properly like these people. So these people, they did their best. They came to the cave, now they can't do anymore. They can't run away. They say, oh our Lord, Rabbana atina min ladunka rahma. Oh our Lord, Rabb, you see how nice this really is. You know, when you say this word, certainly He will help you. You know, if you say to father, your father, oh, oh, my father, he will do. If his child comes to his mother, even if his child has a mistake, and he says, ammi, ammi, or something like that, whatever, then she will, even if she is angry, after a while she will become, you know, different, and she will help. When it's a rub, rub is more powerful than the word mother and father. I feel love, love, love this story in India, in India story, somebody in Mirat, in you know, a story from Mirat, it came in the newspaper. So the story is that a child from a poor family, he asked his father, oh, because you know, he had been in the streets, seeing the children, they had bikes, you know. So he asked, oh, my father, can you buy me a bike? So I also can ride. The father said, I am so poor, I cannot afford to buy a bike, so I can't have And then the child became, you know, quiet. Then again, because you know, this is age. Again, second time, third time, fourth time, the father became very angry. Next time, he said, you know, oh, my son, if you ask me again, I'm going to hit you. I said to him, I don't have any money, nothing. You know, why you asking? Then the son said, oh my father, you are my father. If I don't ask you, who am I going to ask? Then this changed him. Then he went, borrowed money from the people and bought the bike for his son. Once you said, oh my father, you are my father. I don't have any father other than you. Who am I going to ask? You challenge his fatherhood. It's different. Now they made a different question. Nothing, simple bike. Now it is something else really. Now he really feels 
he must buy bike for you. He went and bought bike for his son. Once you say to your Lord, Rabbi, oh my Rabbi, then it is a different matter. He now knows that you will trust in him. Now come to him. You say, Rabbi. You call him Rabbi and he does not listen to you. A Rabbi means the one who listens. You call him Rabbi and he does not listen to you. It is impossible. That's why the Prophet Messenger, they always want Rabbana. Musa said, Rabbi, inni lima anzalta ilayya min khayri faqeer. Oh my Rabbi, whatever good you sent to me, I need it. Tell me what happened. What, is, what Musa needed in that town? House, job, job. What he needed? Allah gave him more than that. He got house, he got job, he got wife. He got everything, everything. With the father, such a, such a. Amazing thing. Rabbi in Nilema'an. You say Rabb. Once you say Rabb, you get whatever you want. That's how this really is. Rabbana. Why is it Rabbana? Because there are more than one. Rabbana, oh our Lord. Uh, our Rabb. In Rabb actually, not Lord. Rabb is more than Rabb. is the one who looks after you. The one who has mercy upon you. The one who, who, who thinks how to make you grow. Rabb is like father, like mother. More than that. The Rabb is not Lord. Rabb is, more, Rabb is master as well. But Rabb has a much more mercy upon you than your mother. Much more care for you than your father. Much more. Rabbana, our Rabb. Atina, give us from yourself, from near you, Rahma. Wahayyilana min amrina rashada. And provide for us from our matter, rashada. Guidance. Rashada means, you know, that guidance which can make you to think and to find your way. Rashada means, but after you are going, so you don't know really what to buy. So then, you know, your mind helps you what to buy. Rashad basically is wisdom, thinking. You know, this guy, guidance which comes from thinking and understanding. Oh Allah, for our matter, give us Rashad and proper understanding, thinking. To make us to think and understand properly. That is very important. Really. Many people in the world, they are born, but they are not Rashid. They are Safi. Safi means when people don't think. Safaha. It's stupid. Rashad is thinking. Oh Allah, this in our matter, Rashad, thinking and guidance. So we know how to, how to behave. You can see how the guidance comes. And that's why Ibrahim Islam's story, Quran says, وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَا إِبْرَاهِيمَ رُشْدَهُ مِنْ قَبْلُ We gave Ibrahim a rushd before that. Even before when he said to his father, Oh father, I'm going to leave you. Before when a child, a child, Allah gave him rushd. Thinking. You know, when he saw his father first time, worshipping idols, he said, Oh my father, why are you worshipping someone who cannot help you, cannot benefit you, cannot harm you? What worship? Think, rushd. You know, don't eat, nothing. And then he, rushd means this understanding. You think properly. So Ibrahim is thinker. Some children, they are thinker. From very small age, they ask questions. They think they want to make sense. Some people, they take things as they are. They just hide it. They say, how things happen. They don't realize really that things happen because of the causes. You know, when it, you know, think really that you know, when you see the food in your, in your kitchen, you don't think the food came by itself. Somebody made it. So, you know, a good child will thank his mother. Oh, my mother, you may effort so much effort. You nice food. You know, you praise her mother and she become more and more happy. But stupid children, children, every time I come to the kitchen, there is food anyway. To why should I say the kitchen means food? So I come to the kitchen, there is food. They don't realize that in the kitchen there is no food. Somebody brings it. You know, either your father buys or somebody makes it. That happens. But some people don't want to understand the cause and effect. They never read anything. Some people are so stupid. And when they grow up this stupidity, now in our time, people become more stupid. The TV then makes them so stupid, they don't think. TV said, no, don't think. I'll make, I'll make you, I'll bring every answer anyway. So now TV thinks for you. Your mind will come, you know, useless. So make effort to teach your children to think really. That when they see a food at home, tell them that, oh my son, where the food has come from. Your father went and worked hard, earned the money, then he brought. Why he brought? He loves you. 
and then your mother, she cooked it, this. You know, think, uh, and then, who made your mother, who made your father, and who made the food? Allah, He wants to help you. you know, keep making them think, make them think and understand. Otherwise, our story will be like this old woman. There's an old lady in a village. She had got in a cock. You know, people, you know, like people have hen and cock, you know, chicken, cock. And cock, what they do, in the early morning, they make noise. The shouts, everybody wakes up. That's how the morning comes. In the village, people did not have clock. So when the cock used to make noise, everybody knows the time for the fire, they wake up now morning, early morning, every day. So that's how her cock also, every morning, used to shout and make noise. And now morning, and everybody in the village used to wake up. One the lady became angry with the whole village. Somebody said to her, and she became angry. And she left the, 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 you know, the, the village with her, with her cock. And then she said to the, she said to the people of the village, now I'll see how do you get morning. She thought that morning only comes when her cock makes noise. Now the cock goes, how morning will come? Morning used to come because of the cock. Now no cock, no morning. Now I'll see how you get morning. That's how people grow up really. When you grow up without thinking, that's how it happens. People have become like people think really that you know, rain comes. It happens in the rain, in the rain. You know, when the season for the when sun is in the sun, they don't understand there is actually someone who, who controls the rain. There are one who decides when to bring the rain. There is one who decides how to start the rain. You know, think properly. You are born, you know, you know people are born in this country. I am also born. You know, there's someone who decides you to be born. The one who controls every individual controlled by him. Think properly. It is not that things happen like that. Things happen because there is someone who controls. To teach people that you should learn really that the events that they are happening, they are happening because of the cause. There are cause and effects. And there are certain causes you know, and there are those which you don't know. And there are causes which you control, and there are causes you don't control. Learn from the very beginning. There are how thinkers are. These to the thinkers. They said to Allah, وَأَحَجِّرَنَا مِنْ آمِنَا رَشَدَا Provide from us, for our matter, thinking. Guys, what it means really? Meaning is, you know, we don't want Allah to come down and hold our hand and to take us. No. He gives us thinking, to, then we decide. We know what to do, how to behave. That's how the believers are. Believers ask Allah to give them thinking and understanding. Then they know how to do. But we, people who do istikhara, what they ask Allah? No, I don't want to think. Who to choose my partner? You think for me. Tell me, is it the way of believers? No, you want, you want to marry, make your mind. Think properly. Now you're walking on the street, on the two streets. Two roads going, and now you istikhara, which one to go? Tell me, how can istikhara will tell you? Ask someone, if your mind cannot tell you which way to go, you cannot read the sign, ask someone else, they can tell you. There is no istikhara in this matter. That's what believers do. Believers what do you do? Oh Allah, tell us how to think. Provide for us thinking, so we know how to decide. You know, every second moment when we need to decide, you help us to think, to understand. Then how do you do? And then Allah Swt helps you. You are a noble person. So Allah listened to them. فَضْرَبْنَا عَلَىٰ آذَانِهِمْ فِي الْكَهْفِ سَنِينَ عَدَدًا Then we hit on their ears. What means hit? I mean we put the curtain on their ears. You know, for three years. ضَرَبَ عَلَىٰ In Arabic language, in every language, when you know, preposition changes, the meaning of the word changes. Like ضَرَبَ When Allah then it means to put seal on something. The darab ala means like put something, like a seal, to seal on something. So Allah wants to put a seal on their ears, means they cannot hear. A cartoon on the darab ala. Sometimes you say, darab fi, darab fi al-ard. When darab fi al-ard in Arabic means to travel, to go for traveling. 
And sometimes Arabic language says darabahu. Darabahu means to strike him. Like you can, in English language you can say strike it means what? To hit. But also there are so many strikes in English language. So similarly when you say darabahu, it has no meaning other than striking. To hit someone. When you say like I say darabto zaydan. Darabto zaydan has no meaning except to hit. If somebody darabto zaydan means I travel with zayd. It is not Arabic language. It can, can invent a meaning, but the Rafto Zaydan does not mean that you travel with the Zayd. The Rafto Zaydan has only one meaning, you hit Zayd. That's what meaning is. The Rabbi Allah does not mean you traveling with your ear. That's not a meaning. The Rabbi Allah means that even Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put a seal. He put a seal. So there are in our time some people, they don't think like that. They don't, they don't want to think anything. They say, Quran says, Wadrebuhunna. Hit the women. But how can people hit the women? It's impossible. You know, how can Prophet teach people to hit the women? And how I Allah will teach people to hit the women? Darabah must have different meaning. So they found the Quran, Darabah has so many meanings. So they say Darabah has ten meanings. So why you want to go for hit? Think properly, Quran has, Darabah has ten meanings. So can you fit any meaning anywhere? Or in every context there is only one meaning. If Darabah has ten meanings, to so what it means? Does it mean in any place you can use all ten meanings? Or use one meaning in one place, one meaning in other place? Simple thing. If they don't do this with their own language. But they do similar Arabic because they don't want to take guidance from Allah. They want to take guidance from themselves. To say Quran says, Father Rabbi Allah adhan him, to meaning not hitting here. That doesn't mean that somebody come and hit their ear. Meaning is, put a curtain upon their ear, means like a seal, so they cannot hear. The voice cannot go inside. Normally when you sleep, what happens is, when they're shouting big voice, then you hear and you wake up. Some, like you're sleeping and somebody talking in front of you, and then you wake up, and somebody makes noise, you wake up, because the voice can go inside. But if there is seal, you cannot hear the voice to use remember sleeping. So Fadrabna ala Adani Tilkahfe. So we put a curtain on their ears. You know, Allah SWT made a arrangement. This curtain is not something that you can see. Allah SWT can create things which people can see and he can create things which people cannot see. So he made this arrangement in the in the cave Senina for a few years. Other than counted. There are few years counted. You never know this thing. People only sleep for a few days, it could be. But people sleep for a few years. Have you heard this like that? This amazing happened. And these people, they made so much suffering. They made a sacrifice. Allah wanted to have rest. So, because if they are awake, they sleep and they wake up again. All the time they are scared. That maybe the king knows and he comes and he, he gets us. But when Allah made them to sleep for such a long period, worry is gone. Because if you are in a cave and the enemy is looking after you, and a big army is coming after you, Every time after four hours, few hours, you wake up and you are worried. But when Allah made you sleep for many years, the worry is gone. Allah loves them so much. Because no doubt these people, they did their best. And now Allah made Senina. Senina also Jama'at Tilda. In Arabic language, what we say Jama'at Murakkal Salim. That is Jama'at which comes with Wa'u Noon. It is also Jama'at Tilda. So it has less number. Three to nine, not more than that. So Senina could mean three to nine. But since soon Senina is going to come either, you know, with a number, so then in the way of Arabic language is, when these they use a number, then go for that number. So for example, if you say, Mi'atu Sanatin, so Sanatin means one. But when you say Mi'atu Sanatin, it's because 100. When, when the noun comes with a number, then it goes for that number. If Senina comes after a number, then it goes for the number. If there's no number, then Senina will mean three to nine. For example, we say, Fi Madinati Muslimuna. In my city, there are some Muslims. It will be 3 to 9. If you know Arabic properly, if you mean 100 Muslims and you say Muslimuna, it means you don't know Arabic language. 
this meaning is that Muslim Muna will not be used for 100 people not like that you have to use something differently that you have to say fi fi madinati adadun min muslimin aw adadun kabir min muslimin you have to make al islam al islam will come and change the meaning muslimuna alone will be 39 except when the number is mentioned there other so here quran says and we made seal on their ears in the cave for few years thumma ba'athnahum then after that we raised them ba'atha means to raise raising can come after death when people are raised from the death, they are also raised alive and to raise someone also can from sleeping, sleeping and Allah raised this was really something different anyway, it was not sleep properly, it was not death there was something between both of them anyway, similar to sleep so then Allah said, then we raised them so for a few years they remained there one kind of question is they remain in the year 100-200 years why Allah says few years? because what is for you 100-200 years? For Allah could be even a few days really, not only a few, few it depends actually, according to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there are only few years. It could be for us many, many years, hundred years, for Allah there could be few years. So, فَضْرَبْنَا عَلَىٰ آذَانِ ثُمَّ بَعَثْنَاهُمْ Then we raised them. لِنَعْلَمَ أَجُّلُ حِزْبَيْنِ أَحْصَى لِمَا لَبِثُوا أَمَدَىٰ We raised them so we know that which of two groups have counted أَمَدًا لِمَا لَبِثُوا the Ahmad means time, the time of what they stayed. Among two gurus who had counted their numbers properly, you know, who had, who had who counted the numbers, because there are two gurus, some people are saying this number, some people are saying this number. So, how now they stayed, you know, people, you know, this is the purpose. This is the purpose of their raising. When I saw the raise them alive, what is the purpose? The purpose that people know how long they stayed. If that is the purpose, that is Allah, Allah should tell us. But their purpose never has been told in the Quran. Actually, Allah said, don't discuss how, how, how long they stood. What is the purpose? The purpose is not that. The purpose is to tell the people the day of Qiyamah. The purpose is coming soon. The purpose is to teach people as we made these people you know, sleeping for a long time and then we made them to wake up again. Similarly, people will die and Allah will raise them. So what they say, Alama? Reason is, will raise them, then it will take people, it will lead to this discussion, people discuss how long they stay, and then the discussion will lead the people to know, and then people know, we have been discussing that, you know, the Qiyamah is not possible, this and that, then they find the answer to their question. So this basically leading, so sometimes Lam comes in Arabic language, we know, what is it? Lam of not ta'aleel, Lam al-aqiba, means something lead to something. We raise them, and this raising uh, them will lead to the people to question how long they stayed. But the parapad is something else. The parapad is that people know how the qiyamah is easy. If the Allah says that was to understand this lam is lam, lam Sometimes you mention lam and meaning is this event will lead to this event. But not that is purpose. So sometimes you mention, you know, I did this, so this happened. But your purpose is something else. So after they are raised, this will happen. Certainly people will discuss and argue that how long they stayed, but that is not the purpose. So we know that does Allah know? Allah already knows anyway. So when Allah SWT said, we know what meaning is, Allah used this thing, so we make it clear to the people. Allah knows already, meaning is, then, then we make clear to them. It becomes clear to the Sometimes Allah said, meaning is, it becomes clear to the people. So Allah already knows. So then we raise them, so it becomes clear to the people uh, which group among the two groups have counted the time for which they stayed. Ahasa means 
it is mavi ahsam is adda the counter some people think ahsam is you know like afalu tafdina the language is afalu afdalu better aw ahsanu more beautiful to some people say ahsam is more county than another meaning ahsam is who counted ahsam is the fi'l verb in arabic language the right grammar is that whenever the verb has got ya at the end then you don't make comparative degree from that like in english language you say better more more something in arabic language you make afalu like for example you say zahaba he goes azhabu who goes more asami'a to listen asma'u who listens more to more listening but when the words come, word has ya at the end then you don't make this pattern from that for example ami ya'ma means to be become blind a'ma does not mean more blind a'ma means what just blind it does not mean more blind so similarly when you say hasa ya hasa yahsu or something like that you don't make ahsa so that why the meaning here would be ahsa yuhsi it is fi'l and actually it has come in, in surah al-jinn as well ahsa and you know allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned there so the verb has come like that yeah and that la ya'lam an qad ablagu risalat rabbihim wa ahata bima ladayhim wa ahsa kull shay'in adada to ahsa means counted ahsa verb like that here to so, miss who has counted among two groups who has counted the number properly this is the summary of the story now the quran making more detail nahnu naqussu alayka naba'ahum bil haqq qassa yaqussu arabic language means to follow qassa yaqussu means to follow the footsteps if you are somebody walking and you walk on the footsteps that is qissa qassa yaqussu that why quran say ala asarin qassa you know to follow you know their footsteps properly qassa yaqussu means to follow the footsteps so when an event happens and you follow the footsteps you narrate as it happened that is story to qissa has the meaning of story from this meaning to qissa means to follow the footsteps the story happened an event happened and you following it to it is basically narrating it because you are narrating that how the qissa comes so you can see qissa is real in the story in english language basically understood to be something made up basically that how people say story not as a story means a true story can be fiction and that way can see even history become in english language fiction the history is also coming from the word story in arabic language you know history is not a story history from what tarikh tarikh means the events dating the properly proper date so in the in the, uh, the word of for history in arabic language is much much better much more scientific tarikh means to put the date for every single event properly while history comes from the story and story means in english fiction in arabic language qissa does not mean fiction qissa means to follow the reality as it happens to follow it so that i know the story nahnu naqussu alayka naba'ahum bil haqq we are narrating to you we are following the whole thing properly upon you their story their their news be luck with the truth what meaning is meaning when the people tell the story of the pillar cave they make up many things some truth some false we are going to tell you only the true part of the story not the, not the false thing and also that when people say the story their purpose is something else that people in this world always actually are confused they don't understand what the purpose of history, history is history basically the stories are to take lesson from them so when your mother tells you story from the past purpose is that you learn it and you take lesson for, for, for your future so you know how to live properly the stories and history they are to take lesson from them properly but later on very quickly stories and history becomes entertainment so allah want to tell that we are going to tell the story but not for entertainment we are going to tell the story to take lesson from it 
So the two means of Bilhaqqa. Truth means, one is I am going to tell you the true story, no falsehood, no fiction, nothing added. And second thing is, when people tell the story, their purpose becomes entertainment. Quran is going to tell the story what? To take the lesson from it. And when the purpose is to take the lesson, Quran only will mention that part of the story which can make something good for you, some lesson for you. Those parts which have no relevance for you, Quran will not make them. You can see Quranic stories always like that. But when people's mind is enjoyment, entertainment, when they read the Quran, they say, oh, it does not, Quran does not mention any details. Those details that you are asking, they don't matter. Because the purpose of the Quran lesson. And for the lessons, those details are not important. Tell me, people ask, what is the name of the people of the cave? Do you need to know for the lesson? But for entertainment, you need. What the number is? Do you need to know the 7 or 8 or 9? Do you need the number? You need 50, yes, a few, perhaps 3 to 9, any number. Do you need the number? Do you need to know what the name of the dog? Do you really know, need to know how long they stayed? Just yes, a few years of enough. Do you need to know exactly 330, yes, 300, 290 or something, what Krishna people say? Do you need to know though? So when people don't have the purpose properly, they are lost in those details which are not relevant. And the Quran never wants to go into those details. Because if you go there, then you lose the purpose. You don't know why the, why the story is there. So try to understand this story is going to tell you very important lesson really. Quran is story going to tell you as for the future you don't know all the details when you plan something. Similarly, in the past image, you don't know everything. For the past and the future, both are depending on him. You don't know everything really. And, and basically think, so Allah SWT wants to say, as the future, you don't have full knowledge, the past as well. In the future, the past for both of them, you have to reflect to Allah SWT. For future is not known to you, and the past is also not known to you. People only know little. Present, you know something, but not all the time. Present, also present, people don't know. That Allah, Allah SWT wanted. Allah only mentioned those details which are relevant to the people. I remember once I was in Syria with a sheikh, you know, reading hadith. And there was a sheikh also with me. And then an old lady came and said she wanted ta'zid, you know, something to write, some protection. So this sheikh, you know, who was with me, he wrote some, something on the ta'zid. So the sheikh asked, what do you write? And he said, I wrote the names of the people of the cave. The sheikh said, yeah, this is good protection, it will protect. Think really how the names of the people of the cave are protected. People of cave, they ask Allah if their name was so powerful, why they ask Allah SWT to protect them? They come to Allah to protect them, and now we're using the names of the people of the cave to protect us. And if they are to write Tabir, and some people are even mention the name of the dog of the people of cave. Tell me how the, how the name of the dog, even the dog cannot protect you, how is the name able to protect you? And uh, people don't take lesson from the story. These people, they depend on Allah, and now we depend on their names. How the names are going to use the knowledge. Allah wants to tell you, all that Allah only teaches you useful knowledge, not useless knowledge. So, that are, the first thing is, you don't know everything, Allah teaches you. And when He teaches you, He teaches you that knowledge which is beneficial. The knowledge that is not useful for you, He is not going to teach you. People discover them, but not going to benefit them. Allah, Allah only teaches you what is beneficial for you, useful for you, not harmful to you. In this story, what is bilhaq, what is true, what is useful, what is beneficial, he is going to tell us. But not if, like, you know, one of the storyteller of, of the, I have written his name somewhere, he was say, telling the story of, uh, you know, Yusuf al-Islam in, in Baghdad, and in one of the cities. And he asked people, do you know 
the name of the wolf that ate Yusuf al Islam and then he mentioned the name. The people said to him, but you also never ate him. He said, then it will be the name of the wolf that, he did, that did not eat him. Tell me really, you know all the names of the wolf? Name of the wolf that did not eat Yusuf Tell me, how does it fit? Is there one, one wolf that did not eat him? So first he told the people, you know, I'm going to tell you the name of the wolf that, that ate Yusuf al-Islam. Many people said to him that wolf did not eat him. So he said, then this is the name of the wolf that, that did not eat him. And people listen to these people. And it's entertainment. The Quran is not entertainment. Quran actually is true. Life is so serious in the Quran. The Quran says, We relate to you their story with the truth. True story, no falsehood. For a pride purpose, for a purpose, not wrong thing. This is how the Quran, starting point of the Quran, innahum fityatum. See how Quran says, they are certainly, they are young people. Fata, fitya. They are in that age when people love attraction. You know, in early age, people love this world. When you are born in this age, see like when the children, they open their eyes, they love every single thing. When they see anything new, they want to have it. Because this world is so amazing for them. And this remains until people are young. Allah will know when you are young, keep thinking. Use your mind properly. Don't enjoy. So Allah loves those young children who start thinking, understanding. These young people, they're thinkers. Allah loves them. They're young, youth. You know, and, you know, but they're thinkers. They believe in their Rabb. That real thinker really. That you find, who, that you know that you, are, you must have Rabb. And then you believe in him. That's the real thinker really. You know, the, it also think that you know you have mother, your father, and you can see really, people think it, children think it. But if you train them, they think even more. If they can't find their father and mother, why can't they find their rub? They can think. Somebody asked one of the Tabi'i, what is the time when you start thinking? He said that the time when I was, I was hungry and they put my mouth in the breast of my mother, I became quiet. That's the time I started thinking. Meaning it, when I was away from the breast of my mother, I was crying, and once they put in my mouth, I become happy, content. I think the thinker, you see, he thinks he got his mother, he's happy. And that is true. Children actually are much thinker than us. So for example, if I'm upset and you said, okay, don't worry, I give you 100 pounds, I become happy. Not happy, 1000 pounds, I become happy. So pounds can make me happy. Though I'm upset for something else, but pound, pound is so attractive, okay, I forget my problem and I think, oh, this is a big thing. Like for example, if you walk in somewhere and you're very upset, you have a, in a fight with your wife, so much argument. And then you found somebody distributing gold. You forget all your problems. You, you get gold. Children are not like that. When a child cries, two or three year old child cries for his mother. And she is not there. She is just going for somebody else crying. And then you come to child and say, you know, don't cry. I will give you another mother. Is he going to be happy? Then say, okay, I am going to give you one million pound. Is he going to be happy? Then you say, no, I am going to give you a pilot. I am going to give you, give you Taj Mahal. Is he going to be happy? No. Then his mother comes, she's poor, so happy. She hugs him and he becomes happy. He is more understanding than us really. We people in attraction of the world forget our problem. Our problem is something else. Then money comes, makes us happy. Like intoxication. Drunk people, why they become happy? Because they forget the problem. They really have, they have problem, but they drink, then they become, they think actually drinking helps them. Drinking does not help them. Drinking kills you. It kills your thinking. We are like that really. We have problem in the life. But what happens is, money makes us happy. Position. You get a position, somebody calls you Allama. Oh, I'm Allama. People call me Allama, Imam. You know, I must be something. I become happy. You know, think really what you are. 
you don't know yourself. You know, think, think who you are. And if people say something and you become happy, you know, whatever that, you know, that my teacher used to say that we, ulama, we are, we are much less thinking than anybody else. People praise us and become happy. We don't think really that what happened. Do we do in the, in the Hindu society? You know, sometimes people come to show, you know, like people in the village, they used to bring monkey and they make some show. Many shows they do. And if, uh, at the end of the show, if you praise the person, and how nice show this, and you don't give any money, is he going to be happy? Praise is not going to make him happy. He actually has come to make money. If he does not get money, but we are not like that really. We don't forget all our purpose. Somebody praise us and become happy. We are really more stupid than the children. Babies, they, don't, they know that they are looking for their mother. Now money cannot make him happy. House cannot make him happy. Parents cannot make him happy. What can make him happy? The money, mother. Because they are true nature. We people have so many problems, but somebody can distract us. Something else can make us happy. This is really not right thing, not proper thinking. Proper thinking is when you know your proper, 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 properly. You know, understand properly. This is one of the things people don't think in this world. That Allah says about these people. Ah, manu rabbihim. They know their Lord. You know, Rabb. Once, you know, they think really that this is what uh, we are dependent on someone. They have Iman in Him. Amanu Barabbim, they believe, like, you know, children believe in their mother. There I love this story of India, very nice story. That one of the film stars, he says to a child, that, you know, I have got pilots. I have got, you know, big building. I have got, you know, big car, you know, so precious. And so much money, millions of pounds in my account. What you have got? The child says, I have got my mother. This thing really, he has got his mother. To him actually, getting his mother is much more valuable than all those things. Believers should be able to say to the world that you have got power, you have got nuclear power, you have got this, and we have got our Lord. We have got Rab. We have a Rab. You know, having a Rab is much more precious than the whole universe. Think properly. You know, these people that think that, once you get your Lord, Rab, then you don't think anybody. Actually, we are more stupid than, you know, Ayad, you know, Mahmoud has got, Mahmoud was a big emperor, very powerful person, so much rich. He has got a slave, Ayaz. He loved him very much. So all the ministers said that, you know, he's just a slave. And we are clever people, wise people, ministers, that you don't love us as much as you love Ayaz. So Mahmoud wanted to test them. Mahmoud said to all the ministers one day that I'm very happy today. To anybody in my, in my kingdom, wherever you put your hand, it becomes yours. Whatever you put your hand, it becomes yours. All the ministers, they run, run away after the diamonds and silver and gold and put their hand there, so happy. Ayaz, he, he stood up and he put his hand on, the, on Mahmoud. Mahmoud said to Ayaz, why are you staying here? Everybody you know, putting his hand on something and they, they become owner and you are standing here. He said, I put my hand on, on the king. If king becomes mine, then everything is mine. You know, put your hand on the king. That's how this people really are. Everybody else put their hand on the money, on the silver, on the gold, on the position. But these people, they put their hand on the rub, on the one who made everything. That Allah was lost from these people. In this, this whole society, everybody used to worship idols, position, money. You know, young people, they want to earn money. They want to make their, their future. They want to make their career. But these people, they know. They want to go to one who creates career. So, Amanu Barabbihim, they believe in their Lord. Once you do this, Allah becomes so happy, then He really opens windows for you, many, many doors for you, makes your mind much, much clearer. Then we increase in their guidance. Then we open their mind. Now the thinkers, you know, once you think like that, Allah helps you more and more. The real thinker in this universe, to understand your, who is your Rabb, and to trust in Him more than anybody else, 
that was real, real thinking is. Real thinking leads people to Iman. Iman with Rabb. In this, if people don't think, they don't know the Rabb. Like in the children, they think they get their mother. In Musa al Islam, he was in Hungary. They brought for him so many mothers. But she, he was not happy. When they got his mother, he became happy. So the children know this thing from their nature. Who is their mother? Similarly, we know from our nature who is our Lord. When we get the Lord, they become happy. Amen. Now the problem started. What the problem is? Once these two discover, you know, wise people, clever people, they don't keep the to themselves. They want to share. Like Ibrahim al-Islam. Ibrahim al-Islam realized, idols are in a stupid thing to worship idols. It's stupidity. Nothing does not make any sense. He kept telling the people. Now people are angry. But he, you know, he's, he's, he wants to teach. He said, okay, they don't understand my words. I will do something them just One day they went out and he went and he broke all the idols. smashed them. Why? Because they wanted to insult them? No. He wants to them to think. So when they come, they ask questions. So that's how, how Ibrahim has not a story and these two stories very similar. Ibrahim got his rub, now he wants everybody to get him. Everybody to think him. These people, they got their rub, they want everybody to understand the same thing. They want to preach everybody, because they think it is so sensible. But they don't realize really when they do this sensible thing, people don't like this thing. People don't want to be sensible in this world. They hate you. They go to oppose you. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does. وَرَبَطْنَا عَلَىٰ قُلُوبِهِمْ We tied their heart. Meaning is, we made their heart stronger. So because when they are going to teach us this thing, now people are going to oppose them. They are going to hate them. They are going to uh, know, be hostile to them. And they are going to cause problems for them. So they can become worried. So Allah put uh, something in their heart. Means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made their heart much, much brave, much, much bold. You know, put patience in their heart. وَرَبَطْنَا عَلَىٰ قُلُوبِهِمْ this Rabata also has come for the mother of uh, uh, Musa al-Islam. When Musa is the mother, she threw Musa al-Islam in, in the sea. You know, her love is there. She can reveal any time. So Allah SWT, وَرَبَطْنَا عَلَىٰ قَلْبِهَا We tied her heart. Means we put patience in her heart so she cannot you know, be in, lose her patience. Allah SWT knows that these young people now, they believe in me, now they are going to teach everybody. And when they teach, they are going to face problems. So Allah SWT made their heart so strong that when they face problem, they remain determined. Nothing can shake in them. So, we tied their heart. We made their heart in full of the patience. When? When they stood up. Now they learn, they want to tell everybody. Like Umar al-Khattab. He learns that Allah is one. Then he comes to the Kaaba and he tells people that those who know me or those who don't know me know that I am Umar and I became Muslim. Okay, he wants, then we have to tell properly. These two, they learn. They understood and they now want to declare it. That was shahada. Means. You know what shahada means? Shahada means that you have iman, now declare the truth. The shahada la ilaha. Shahada la ilaha, they don't hide now. Now do witness. Bear witness. Tell the people. Declare it. Hiding the truth is not right. So we Muslims have shahada by family. Really we don't declare. We don't declare the truth that Allah is our Lord and Allah is Allah. We don't declare it. We just like, you know, like a tradition and culture. We say shahada la ilaha illallah. But we don't understand what it means. Shahada means to declare to the people that we know the truth and we want to teach you the truth. So when these people stood up, they said, Faqalu, they said, Rabbuna, Rabbus Samawati wal Ard. Our Rabb, who we believe, is the Rabb of the whole universe. The whole heaven, all the heavens and the earth. You know, he's he, he not, he not a weak person. He's not weak. You, are, you people listen to this king who wants, who wants only one small one kingdom. But the rub that we believe, he is only rub of, you know, this country, one country or two countries, rub of the whole universe. 
Nobody knows really how big the whole thing is, how many heavens are there, and how huge they are, how big they are. Nobody knows. Even people don't know the space between the earth and the heaven. And he owns all that, rub all of that. Tell me, then who should we worship? Him or somebody else? Just make clear that our Rabbi is the Rabbi Samawat Lord. So why should we worship idols? Why should we worship sun and moon and stars? We are not going to call any Allah other than Him. No Ma'abud other than Him. This is what is the leader of the Quran. Quranic way to move from Rububiyyah to Uluhiyyah. Since Allah is the Rabb, then He must be Allah. Since He is the one who created us, He looks after us, He provides everything to us, He is merciful upon us. Then we should not worship anyone other than him. He's the Ma'bud. He's the Ilah. Rab and Ilah. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please support us so we can continue to bring you world-class content at www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org forward slash donate. And please don't forget to subscribe to deepdean.tv for more Islamic studies content in HD videos. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.